is Shooks and Gifts, Season 2, Episode 7. In this episode, we share a bunch of keystrokes and Google Classroom itty-bitty shooky giffies. An augmented reality app to showcase notable women. A couple of new Screencastify features. And a website for the curious. Welcome to Shooks and Gifts, the podcast where we share edtech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Jen. Hi, Kim. Why can't your nose be 12 inches long? I think I know this. <laughs> Why can't it be 12 inches long? Because it'd be your foot. That's right, it would be. <laughs> nice one. Thank you, Jack, again. Thanks, Jack. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm getting excited. Mm. Although when this airs, I was excited. You were excited. That's yes. right. Yeah, I'm heading out to, I'm heading out to Victoria for the weekend. Yeah, for the uh, EdTech Team Victoria Summit. You know, I'm excited. So for pretend you. it's it's. Uh, it happened. It happened. It, it was amazing. I bet it was. <laughs> to tell me more. Yeah, but you know what was amazing? What was that? Oh, you're sweet. I know what you're gonna say. Your keynote. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Jen Giffen closed the Kawartha EdTech Team Summit. Yeah, that was another great summit. That was last was really weekend. Good. Well, now it'll be two weekends ago. That's true. Yeah, it's a great bunch of educators out in Kawartha. Really good energy. Yeah, it was. It was good energy. You know what it was, I think? They did Maker Kitchen that, in the morning. Yes, and Maker Kitchen just sets this really phenomenal tone. So what they do is they, they give a maker challenge to all the educators who are there. It has to be something around curriculum. And they have to build something with a bag full of like must uses. And yeah. it was so fun. And let me tell you, Charity Hellman and I, the day before, Canada Post is on strike. Yes, for all our friends in America, um, we have a we have a strike right now with our postal service and all of our swag and all of the name um, tags and name tags, everything, and including some of the stuff for Maker Kitchen didn't show up. So we had battery boxes that we needed, and they weren't there. So you should have seen like. Charity and I both have ELA backgrounds and like two English teachers standing in Canadian Tire, which is like Home Depot, whatever. It's a hardware kind of store, like big box. And, and look at me like, okay, so we need copper wire and electrical tape and 2D batteries. And apparently we can make them. So we tried that. But then we went to Dollar Tree and Saved by Dollar Tree. They had um, little like Christmas lights on a battery oh, pack. So we just, we bought those and then we stripped, we told them they could strip the wires and they were able to use it that way instead. So it all worked out. But it was good. It was like our innovative mindsets. I've been a part of One Maker Kitchen that Emily Fitzpatrick ran mm -hmm. um, last year at some point in Vancouver. And it was so much fun. It yeah. is. It blows my mind what people will create oh, yeah. in a short amount of time. One one group had a full-on, like, a, a save flying airplane. I saw it. A full... They built an She airplane. showed me the picture of it. It was, it was like a landing... Uh, yeah. And like, a working propeller. Yeah. It was amazing. And the other one I saw... The jellyfish? It, yes. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, they, they did that for um, uh, the eco spaces and stuff. They, they said, okay, let's marine. But it wasn't they, just that. They built the whole set. Yeah. And, and then it spun around so you could see in his tentacles would go. It was awesome. And they this wasn't like a full day thing. This was no, like an hour. 45 minutes they have to build it. Beginning time. It, it was, was awesome. really impressive. You know, it would yeah. be a lot of fun to do with with students. Oh, totally. But no, yeah. that that group in Kawartha, they, this is their second event in, in, in under a year. <laughs> yeah. And they have an energy. That was a great event. All right, we have a lot on our list again. We do. We have a bunch of itty bitties. I love a lot of itty bitties. A lot of itty bitties. I like just saying itty bitties. It is fun. Itty bitty. I wonder if anybody Speaking else in their of itty car says itty bitties. Speaking of itty bitties, yeah. I've been made into to oh, two itty bitties my things. So have you, but yeah. mine are like intentionally itty bitty. I know. So our friend Keith Kelly, Keith Kelly 
uh, <laughs> has not only turned us into lollipops. <laughs> I was, but I was going to say, yeah, that was for our outtake. Lick a face. <laughs> lick, lick, click, click, click a face. face which lick you a face. said lick a face. Lick a face. Click well. a face. Which, <gasps> which, believe it or not, right after we aired that episode, you said it in a meeting. I said it legitimately. We were talking about Flipgrid. And I'm like, like yeah, how do you access the people in Grid Pals? Oh, oh just click, click a face. face. And I went, oh, it's a thing. And I died in this meeting. Everyone's looking at us. And we're like, you need click to a wait. Face. You need to wait. Yeah. So we became lollipops, and mm-hmm. we became little action figures. We did. But we are now. I don't even know what they're called. You see them everywhere. They're everywhere. They're like little potato heads, but not a potato head. (laughs) I don't know what they're called, but he he did it to the guys from Partial Credit, of course. Uh, Jess even got one. Jess Laux. Sorry, Jess Williams. And (laughs) they're great. And he did them to us too, except I'm the only one. They're called like pop dolls or something like that. I'm the only one that is is apparently uh, to scale. scale. Because I am that small. And he called me like a little leprechaun you could put in his pocket or something. Yeah, Yeah. because you're little. It was fun. Speaking of littles, we have so many little things to share. We do have a lot. Lots of little things. Do you want to go first? Um... Yeah, sure. So I saw this. You were Kim was all upset because I'd seen it. I'm like, yeah, I saw it. I think I was tagged in it. But then I look back and I wasn't. I saw it through Jake Miller. I never should have let you go first. Who retweeted Tony Vincent. Yes. And I think it's Tony who who we're going to give credit to. But if you have... This uh, has to have been an update, not something we've just never known about. I have about. no idea. On iOS 12, so on your iPhone, if you press and hold the space bar... Uh-uh. Any key. Oh, it's any key. Yes. Oh, so press and hold the keyboard. Yes. Um, it turns your keyboard into a trackpad. Yep. So when you're having trouble moving your cursor to meet, like when it does that magnifying glass thing, it very easily now will let you move your cursor, move your cursor, around. cursor around. I'm convinced it has to be an update. I don't mm-hmm. know how everybody in this world could not have known that. However, with that said... Everybody in the world. <laughs> with that said, I did not know that at the bottom of a stapler, the thing that pulls out is where you keep extra staples. Oh, yeah. Did not know that. Like, mind blown. Well, depending on how big the stapler is. Yeah, but like a like a black stapler that you would yeah. have on the... T- yeah. Didn't know that. Like a school stapler. What do they say? I was today years old when I learned I that. I was today years old. I never heard that. And the other one that blew my mind was... And this is not one of my shares because it's kind of silly. Yeah. I'm sure you also knew this. Um, and my husband knew this and looked yeah. at me like I was... How did I not know this? Right. I'm a digital literacy resource teacher. We sure. The clock app on an iPhone. Is a live clock. Yeah, what, what do you mean? It's a live clock. Like, it ticks. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, really? No. Yeah. yeah it's clock. Again, I was today, well. Like no, an I, analog I, clock, you mean. Yeah. It shows the seconds hand. Didn't know that. There you go. It was just super fun learning. Breaking yeah. news on Shooks and Gifts. <laughs> it's There's 1985. A yeah. <laughs> There's a clock. That's awesome. Yeah, okay. but that was a good, good little keyboard trick. It is a good one. Okay. I was inspired to share this one, really, really quick one, because of something you just tweeted yesterday. Yes. Um, oh, do you want me to share that tweet Yeah, first? go, go so share that first. I was sitting with a friend, and she was working in a document on a Chromebook. And she's like, this drives me crazy, because she was using the backspace key. She's like, I need a delete key. I need a delete key. And I'm like, oh, alt backspace. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah. So I went in and I showed her, if you hit you know, backspace, it backspaces, alt backspace deletes. And she was like, that is so exciting. And I, I always laugh. And so as a joke, I tweeted it out. Like I did a little screen cap. I found a, a Chromebook keyboard and I, you know, circled where the keys were. And I said, hey, did you know you can hack yourself a delete key? 
And it kind of went a little banana cakes. It's, it had like like 60 retweets in 12 same, hours. It's and, the same aha moment for yeah. people when they find out how to right click on a Chromebook with yeah. the trackpad. Yes. The snake bite, as Emily Fitzpatrick has mm. told us. The, the two that. finger tap. It's like end. if you take nothing else away from this yeah. entire workshop, take away the snake bite, you can now right click. Yeah, on a, well, explain because people may not know. Oh, so listeners that, may not know. On a Chromebook, if you want to right click, yes, you can always do the keyboard keys, which to be honest, I don't even know what they are. Right. Because I know that to right click on a Chromebook and on a new Mac that is at the default settings. If you've just purchased a Mac right. and who haven't gone in and changed the default settings on your Mac, right click is a snake bite or two finger light tap will get you the right click menu as I'm sitting here tapping the table like yeah. nothing like something's going to happen. Right click right click the table. Yes. Right click the table. The reason I asked you to share that is because when I first got my Mac, yes. I felt the same way. Me too. I, really I missed, missed delete. that delete button. And on a Mac, it's even worse because they're teasing you because the backspace button is called delete. I know. It's like they're sho shoving it in your face that we don't have a delete button, but ha ha ha. Until I realized that function delete mm -hmm is the same kind of pull the letters into you as opposed to get rid of them when the cursor yeah, the is back. to the yeah. to the right of it. When the cursor's to the left of it, it'll suck them in. Absolutely. So that is a function delete on a Mac in order to get the true delete and not the ability and not the backspace. Uh, so that was my teeny tiny efficiency piece there oh because and when I learned that I I, I get it I, I, I was so happy do you know my, my girlfriend who I the two there were two of them actually we two of us were helping on this document and and they looked at me and they're like Jen you are changing the world one keystroke at a time <laughs> I just burst out laughing I'm like it's it's kind of like the tagline that like Kim could have an, and I could have another tagline on the podcast. Changing the world. Changing the world. One, one keystroke, keystroke at a time. time. We might, we might have a title that's our, for the that's episode. our title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of keystrokes, because when I started thinking about your great share about how to do the backs or the delete on a Chromebook yeah. and how to do that on a MacBook, I thought, okay, what's the other one I often hear? And I didn't know the answer because I don't, I'm sorry, I don't use a Chromebook. I use a Mac. Is cap locks. Um, how do you how do you keep the letters on ca in caps you know in, a Chromebook? So, in so in the thread someone said that and I I was like I actually don't know how I to do that how to so do it. so tell so me. I looked it up I have another question for you after to see if you know it says here to click on the magnifying glass key where you would usually find cap locks but it's not there on a Chromebook right and press alt at the same time and that will turn your keys to caps oh. and then when you're done do the same thing again to turn it off so it's it's uh, magnifying alt glass. magnifying glass, alt magnifying glass. But then it also says, alternatively, you can click shift to turn the caps off. Turn the cap locks off. Yeah. So alt magnifying glass shift, shift. or alt magnifying glass. Alt, alt magnifying, magnifying glass. Yeah. But it's, you know what? It's Ooh. helpful to know because we're often supporting educators who use Chromebooks. And I, I hate that I can't answer that question for yeah. them. So I'm glad, that, I'm glad that that inspired me to look it up. Okay. I have another question for you. Yeah. Do you know how to double right click on a Chromebook? Like to get the YouTube yeah, picture in picture that we shared last time? Yeah. Double right click on a Chromebook. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So Laura Cahill, she's at Engage Educate, but the E's are shared in Engage and Educate on Twitter. She did say, yeah, I, I tell people that all the time with the delete key. Mm -hmm. And she goes, do you know what the other one is that I get? And I was like, tell me. And she said, double right click on a Chromebook. I don't know how to do that. And I was like. I gotta look that up and I haven't had time out. So really, Laura, if you are listening, please, please tell us and we will share it next episode or anyone. Beyond, and, and now this is maybe just stuff I don't know, but beyond picture in picture, is there another reason to double right click? 
Like, are there many reasons that I'm not aware of? I don't know. To need to double right click? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Because I had never heard of a double right click until Dawn told us about picture in picture. If you have a, a reason to use double right click. Let us know. Let us know. Unless she just meant right think click. Of, think of all the things that are hidden. I know. It was like, do you remember the day that we just sat yeah, and drive and started letters. pressing letters to find out what think was going all, on? We're just going to start double right clicking on everything. I'm going to double right click you right now. <laughs> I just snake bited you. <laughs> all right. I have another one. Okay. This is care of Donnie Piercy, our friend from the Partial Credit Podcast. I like him. As well as... Hey, I, I sent him a useless thing from the internet. Did you? And he wrote me back and he was like, oh, I like that one. So I gave Donnie a useless thing from the internet once too. I wonder if he'll ever share it or maybe he already maybe, has. Maybe, maybe I know where, have... should I share it or should I just wait and to see if, wait to see if he shares oh, it? Oh, I don't know. It's kind of, it's Donnie's niche. I don't know. It's definitely a useless thing. Although to be fair, I told it, I shared this useless thing on the internet with him and to Donnie's credit, he found a pedagogical connection for why it could be useful. <laughs> well, I'm curious to see if what I shared, if he does. Anyway, Google Classroom, organizational tip and trick. Yep. So now with Classroom, we have the Classwork page. Yes. And you can organize through topics, yes. which is great. And did you know you can actually take that page away? Yes. If you go to the bottom. And the and, question and, mark. And, and just like you would add it, you could take it away. And the only thing you lose is any materials that you put on the Classwork page. So if right now all you have are assignments, yeah. it goes. Because I, I had a They'll all just merge me, back into the stream. Yeah. And but then if you re-add it, it goes, they will all come back point. and it'll all be separated but into topics. But you lose the materials. So anything yeah, that, with that book with the bookmark icon, I don't know those why. go. Because they weren't in the old oh, Google Classroom. Oh, okay. So, that's, so it, it's, 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 it's a grandfathered structure that doesn't have. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Someone asked me that, and I, I'm going to share that. So Donnie and I apologize, I'll have to find it and then put it in the show notes. Somebody else on Twitter suggested two strategies for further organizing the classwork page. Oh, okay. So let's say you have your Google Classroom for literacy, yeah. and you have your units as your different topics, or maybe you have strands, reading, writing, oral visual communication, media literacy, whatever your right. strands might be. Yeah. And in that topic the assignments are piling up. Yes. Donnie suggested creating an additional topic that's simply called completed. And then going in and once an assignment is done and you don't need to reference it anymore, oh. go in and edit the assignment, change the topic to completed and boom, it sits under so there. So once every assignment is done, yeah. would you do completed by unit or completed by course or that's you, personal preference? I, so I was in a workshop yesterday with some teachers and we were just debating hmm. really different ways you could use that completed topic idea. So someone said, oh, I could do, I could do reading completed. I could do lit, um, writing completed, whatever strategy yeah. you wanted. Um, I like and that. then they said you could even go in and you could change the name of the assignment That's exactly itself. exactly what I was thinking. So you could have completed, but like you, it would turn into yeah. whatever the header was. Yes. Whatever topic it was under, then yeah. that would go under completed, yeah. but you would still and have And you that can topic. shift, just like you could shift. That's interesting. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a tangent here. Okay. This is a for the love. For the love. Remember? Yeah. For oh, the I love. remember for the love. From for the love. One. Yes. For the love. I'm very happy that we can move topics up and down and move assignments within top. You know where I'm going with this. Move assignments up and down within those topics. Yep. Click and drag, people. Yeah. Click and for drag. the love. I was doing love. this. And do you know where else I need this for the love? Google Forms. Because I was making a gigantic branch form for some PD that I'm doing later this week. And it's like a choose your own adventure. Like, do you want to do this with kids? And it takes you to different activities. And yeah. so that it can be very, like, participant driven. And I had to go and I could drag it. But it was just, it, it got too big. And it, it was it was annoying. It was annoying. I need something that's a little bit more streamlined. 
So it took a while for them to make the classes themselves on the classroom homepage click and drag. Yes. So we know it's got to be coming. I mean, it's Google, click and drag. It's got to be coming. But if it could speed that up, that would be really helpful. Yeah. So anyways, yes, it, within a topic, you can move assignments up and down. Edit the name of the assignment. So yeah. click on the Timbits, edit the name of the assignment, put the word completed in front of it, and then move it down. That was one idea. So that was Donnie's, and I really liked that idea. But then somebody upped him. Oh. One upped him. They shared another idea. As I mentioned, you can edit the name of an assignment. So in Chrome now, if you have the most up-to-date version of Chrome and you right-click where you can put text, you can right-click in a URL bar or you right-click in a title of a Google Doc, you get the emojis and symbols option, right? Yes. Yeah, emojis yes. and symbols. So if you go in to a Google Classroom assignment, yes. click on the Timbits, and rather than just changing the topic, go ahead and edit the title okay. of the assignment. Are you trying to do this? I'm going to try to. So open up any assignment you want. Edit the assignment. Mm -hmm. Go into the front of the name of the assignment. So put your cursor right at the front. Now yeah. right click. Yeah. Click on emojis and symbols. Yeah. And now put an emoji in front of it to symbolize that it's done. Maybe a green check mark. Ooh. So come up with your symbols that represent the status of the assignment. Yeah. So this so smart teacher has come up with three symbols and I only remember two of them, but one of them was the check mark to symbolize this is done. One yeah. of them was the hourglass to symbolize it's still working oh, on it. And one of them was something, yeah. there were three different symbols. And visually, yeah. it was really quick at a glance to see what you're working on, That's what you're really not. Fun. Now, you know, also I was, I was actually working with a group of grade nine students today and I was showing them that there's different colors of the icons in their topic. So if something's been assigned to you, if yeah. it's grayed out, it means that it, you've completed it. And if it's still colored according to whatever the color theme of the Google Classroom is, it it's means ongoing. That it's ongoing. Yeah. Or you haven't handed in. You haven't hit that turn in button. So I said it's a really quick way to see like if I handed everything in. And there was a special ed resource teacher in the room and I showed them the to-do under the pancakes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our feedback, yeah. Google, for EDU. Thank you. I was one of those super annoying people who Kept repeatedly it, yeah. put in the feedback asking for the to-do page to come back. And they did send it back. Now they sent it back with a disclaimer that said it's back for now. Yes. And until they find a better option. Right. I'm fine with that if you want to replace yeah. it with a better option, but thank you for bringing it, it back. It is good. And I showed them in that too, how you can see all of your classes when yeah. you're a student and the certs love that because maybe, they, they work with kids from like across the curriculum. Right I feel like maybe you. we should do um, one segment at some point or one episode on classroom, yeah, ways to be good. efficient in classroom. That'd be good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, those were my long itty bitty shooting. <laughs> that was a long itty bitty, yes. But that was all about the classwork page and organization tips. Love it. Okay, go ahead. Go with that first one there that you have in those show notes. Another one? You want me to do another one? Yeah, do it. Okay. I saw this posted. It's called Notable Women, and mm. it is if you go to notablewomen dot with google dot com. I've seen this. Yeah, Did you I see heard. This? I heard this either on EdTech Takeout. Either Jonathan uh, Wiley or Mindy Carney were talking about it, or um, Brian and Ryan were talking about it on Check This Out, I feel. Or Tosa's Talking Tech. I did Mike not hear about it on a podcast. I okay. saw it in a Google email. Oh, okay. Cool. And what it is, is the $1 bill, and it's all important historical female figures. Mm -hmm. Let me rephrase that. Important American historical female figures. In fairness, you didn't need to correct yourself because we no longer have a $1 bill in Canada. That is correct. We have the we the have loony. the loony, followed by the, the toonie. toonie, which is the two dollar coin. 
So in the States, on their $1 bill, they have all of these important historical female figures, and you can scroll through them. Very cool. With a little bit of information on the side, you can click Learn More to learn a bit more about them. It'll open up a page. This one comes from Encyclopedia Britannica. Not Wikipedia, that's good. <laughs> Not Wikipedia. I'm wondering, do they all come Although from... Although I don't hate Wikipedia. Are all the Learn Mores from Encyclopedia Britannica? No, it's not. No. So when you click on learn more, it will take you to a variety of different websites. Mm. So this is an interesting website to go to, but they also have an augmented reality component to it. So if you get the Notable Women app... I feel like it was Ryan and Brian, actually. No, I feel like it was Mindy Carton. I don't remember. It was, it was a few weeks ago, right? Did you see this a few weeks ago? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's just funny to listen to you keep <laughs> sifting through all the possible <laughs> options. <laughs> They're three of my favorite podcasts. I listen. I, I, they're podcasts that I moved to the. Do you want to know what my favorite podcast is right I now? I know what your favorite. Podcast I can't. I cannot stop talking. About it. Kim gets on these things. I do. Was, do you remember when we talked about I, the movie? I, I get about, a little OCD obsessed. It's okay. It's with, like oh, it. with um. Yeah, Stars Born. Uh, Stars Born. Yeah, I'm. I'm still it's, in love with the Stars Born, but I am is... now in heaven yeah. because I am. I am a huge, huge. West Wing fan. Is it because you like walking really quickly around halls and talking to people? Because <laughs> that's, that's what happens. So this podcast is, I will not, I, I could talk for the rest of the episode about it, but I won't. This podcast stars uh, Joshua Molina, mm -hmm. who played Will Bailey. Yeah. And I'm so sorry, I don't remember the name of his co-host, but he's fantastic. And they just banter. They are going episode by episode. It's like the commentary you would get on a DVD, yeah. but it's every single episode and they just dissect it and analyze it yeah. and, and remember. And, and as a, as somebody who their all time favorite series is the West wing yeah. and I've watched it Sorkin's seven times. Amazing. Oh, Sorkin. Anyways, uh, that is my favorite podcast right now, right now and possibly forever. Good to know. Yeah. Really. And, and really back to ed tech. You. Oh yes. <laughs> right. That's the. Right. That's where we are. Um, notable women. It has an augmented reality component. It says if I have the U.S. bills printed up and put on my wall. Yeah. So on the website, they give you the link for teachers mm -hmm. and they give you some lesson plans that you can use, but they also have the poster. Oh, so you can download this PDF. Oh, and, look at how big it is. Yeah, you can download the PDF and get all these incredible women. If you have the dollar bills on your wall or anywhere and you get the kids to download the Notable Woman app mm -hmm. and then they sort of hover it over and press that scan button through the app, yeah. the information about that American um, historical woman will pops, actually, up. pops up. So it's just, Very I cool. thought it was a neat little app. Girl power. Oh, and a couple days ago, yeah. we have a Notable we a do. notable Canadian woman, we Viola do. Desmond, who is now going to be on our $10 bill. And it's interesting because this is going to be a vertical picture. Yeah. They've all, they're always horizontal and this picture is vertical. Yeah, it's cool. And it's still our fun colors. It's still going to be purple. It's still going to be purple, <laughs> fun colors, the Canadian, as they call it, sometimes monopoly money. <laughs> or funny money. I like it though. And you can't rip it, by the way. You can't, can't rip, rip it. it. You can try. It's polymer. It's not paper, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you can try. Looks silly, but. Okay, I've been talking a lot. You go. Okay, I'll talk. So I um, I saw this, Eric Kurtz uh, tweeted about it. And who's, who's that? Eric Kurtz. He runs this um, website. It's called Control-Alt-Achieve. You should Have check we? it out. Oh, okay. He's pretty amazing. All right. I, I haven't heard of him. No, I, I like him. I'm surprised I haven't Do mentioned you? him before. <laughs> oh, poor Eric. You know, one, one day, if he doesn't already, he's going to listen to these and just shake his head at me like he does when I start going like this. Anyway, um, 
you can now add comments to videos in Screencastify. Did you see this? I did not. So I'm going to go into Screencastify. I'm going to launch the Chrome extension. You can choose to record, you know, as always, your browser tab, your desktop, yep. or your webcam. I didn't realize that if you only do your browser tab, you know when normally you save it, it saves as the date and the time. Mm -hmm. If you choose just browser tab, it takes the browser tab name and it names the uh, video after that. Oh, that was new learning for me. So I, I go and I, I record something. And then when I stop that recording, the sidebar, or sorry, the new window opens like always. And on the sidebar, it says, okay, we're back into the Google Drive. But now at the top, the first option says comments. It says comments appear next to your videos when you play them in Google Drive. And you can choose to click that to allow other people to comment on your videos. From the file that's saved from in Google Drive. So I'll show you. So I, I created one yesterday as I was playing with this. So as you can see, I came in from another account. Oh. And at the top, instead of just having the, you know, share to or add to my, add drive, to my drive, there's the also comment a icon. comments. Yeah, add a comment. And you can then, as it's playing, just add a comment. And so in this, I said, wow, impactful statement at 13 seconds. I like that pro tip about adding the time reference into the comment because yeah. it's it, unlike voice, voice note, voice note yeah, voice, yeah. Um, where it's tagged to a particular moment or time yes. in the video. That's a good idea to put the time in the video. Yeah. So I, comments, I, I thought rather. it was just a, sort of a more robust way. Let's say a student's working on a video that they're just starting on. You could give comments and that, that more than one. Start. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think there could be plenty. Well, let's try again. I'm going to add another one. And oh, so it's, and, and the comments appear just like they would in a Google Doc exactly or any like other that. file. They look. And when you leave a comment, the person who owns the video gets an email saying someone's made a comment on your video. Just It works just like in Google Docs. Obviously, the sharing permissions have to be acceptable or the sharing permissions have to be set so that somebody else can view it. Um, I believe so, yes. So even if you click that new comment button in Screencastify, yeah. doesn't mean that anybody can do it unless you yeah, share that file. I think this file. one I said anyone with the link can that make it. Sense. In fact, it might default to that. I'm oh, sure. if that'd be interesting to find out yeah. if you click that Screencastify, let us know. They're great guys at Screencastify. Yes. They, um, I, I blogged about them a little bit last year and this summer they actually, um, they sent me a pair of like sunglasses and a t-shirt with a handwritten thank you note. That's and really that handwritten. And I, you've told me about this. I love it that It changed story. your it, perspective on, on gratitude. On, yeah. Yeah. And, and how we, how we thank people because I thought, you know, for them to take the time, it's one thing to just shoot off an email. It wasn't a whole, it was next level. To and me. just so you know, this is not Jen just saying this. She, she genuinely means it. And I know oh, yeah. this for a fact today, because the reason I was able to go and see your keynote was because my son was kind enough to say, mom, you don't need <laughs> don't, to come. Don't let her leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> my son had a, um, a karate grading, not for a new belt, but for a new stripe. Once you get high enough in karate, you don't grade for belts, you grade for your actual stripes in between belts. And so Jack gave me permission to go and surprise Jen and Kawartha to see awesome. her. And Jen has now written my son a thank you note, I which did. I will deliver to him tonight. I did, because I was thankful they let you do that. And itty bitty shoot giffy, if you're ever presenting in Keynote and oh, yeah. you're, um, you've split your screen so that you can see your presenter notes and you're projecting up and it's backwards, i.e. your presenter notes are on the, the big screen, screen and the actual presentation is on the little screen. And no matter what you do, including I'm going to turn off my computer and turn it back on and that still doesn't work. All you actually need to do is press the letter X for exchange. So that was good learning for me as 15 minutes for my keynote. I'm like, I don't really want them to see all my notes as I'm talking. Anyway, um, The other thing that I learned in playing around with this leaving notes is that uh, Screencastify now has an editor beta that you can take little clips. You have to have the premium version. The premium version is probably the most sensibly priced education tool there is. It's $24. It's two bucks a month for Screencastify premium. You can now 
add videos either from your drive or upload them from the computer. You can trim them at the beginning and the end, so splice them up, add other videos and this stitch them together and stitch them together. You can crop. So this um, video, one video that I have used to be like a, a like way out and I've zoomed in on just my face so you can see it if you want to zoom in. So this now takes it so that my friends video editing on Chromebooks. That's great. Right now. Premium, so yeah, $24. Say, yeah. But in a classroom, even if you just had sort of one computer that had generic login, perhaps, you could you could do something like that. It's given what it is and the cost of it, it's it's pretty robust for what we need. I'm still trying to figure out if I can annotate on top. It doesn't look like I can. I think it's just trimming and, and then um, it's like splicing them together. Nice. But yeah, Screencastify, they are, they are ramping up. They're doing a lot of really great things and they're constantly iterating and I really love that. So yeah, so you can leave comments now and there's the uh, the editor you can play around with. So this was a new share for me. This was a new find for me and this is something that apparently you've known about for years and I had just never seen it before. I'm, yeah. in, I'm taking my additional qualifications right now uh, for Teacher Librarian Part 1 and my course director, Teresa Kingston, shared this resource with our group Wonderopolis. Yeah. I fell in love with this website. I can't believe you've never heard of this. I had never SD, heard not of even it. SD 2016. No. I went by their booth. You know what? I recognized the logo, but I had yeah, never. It's very like Willy Wonka. It is very Willy Wonka. The, uh, the font. So this site is really just a fantastic resource to help your kids with inquiry topics. Explore curiosities. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Yeah. All question based. Yeah. It's all formed in the in the in the frame of a question. And you can type your own question in and see what comes up, or you can actually be prompted with the questions that they give you. Yeah. It's a great tool to just have sitting on a Chromebook in your classroom when kids just want to dive into the yeah. learning. I, I equate it to the never-ending encyclopedia yeah. that is always interesting. Yeah, lots of really They cool also stuff. have... Other areas like uh, what are you wondering is um, you can actually oh you can upvote question you but can you upvote, can upvote. Yeah. you can put your own question in, and then you can upvote them so you can you're actually connecting with other learners mm -hmm. around the world who are interested in learning what these pieces are and then if you upvote it I imagine that eventually maybe Wonderopolis will try and answer the question yeah and the more upvotes it has the more likely they'll pick it so do you know how I discovered this is when I really went down the the rabbit hole of um, HyperDocs a few years ago, which I adore HyperDocs, mm -hmm. you know this. Um, I use it in the extend part of the HyperDocs cycle if I can find one that fits in mm. with our theme. So that students who really want to go forward and learn more, I, I put one in there so that they can delve into maybe another aspect of the topic we're exploring. Yeah, it really is great. It's learning without this, the structures of school that sometimes demotivate our learners. And look at the structure. Get ready to wonder. And then they have this whole framework. Reveal, react, relate, research, and reach out. Yeah. Also, also reminds me very yeah. much of the HyperDocs framework. I just, I like the fact that it's grounded in that scaffolding framework. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, for students to actually do some rich learning and not just surface learning. There's potential there to dig deeper. I agree. Okay, you have a shout out here for a listener. Yeah, so just a shout out to Vicki Highpole. She is from Big Fork... Montana. Montana. Thank you for telling me what that stood mm -hmm. for. Big Fork, Montana. She is a, I quote, proud American listener, which was lovely to hear. And where, she, did, you, where did you see her? I think she emailed me. Oh, nice. She emailed me directly, we which love was those. really sweet. We get really excited. Yeah, we do. When people actually like send us DMs or we get an email or... Um, we get giddy. We do. We're like, oh my gosh, the people are listening. The people are listening. <laughs> uh, she's at 33 Hypole, spelt 
H-E-U-P-E-L. And she was really, really excited about the, I think it was the superscript shortcuts Mm, in in Google Docs as a science teacher because she'd been looking for the way to do exponents and equations. So She used to check out Equatio. She does. She does need to check out Equatio. That's for another show. Yeah. But yeah, so I just thought I'd mention the superscript and the subscript shortcuts. Superscript, which would be if you had the teeny tiny letter in the top right. So if you were saying first and you wanted the ST really small in the top right corner, it would be command period. And subscript, where you have the number or the letter super small right at the bottom right hand corner, it would be command comma. I don't know what they would be on not a Mac. Control, probably. Probably. Probably control. So thank you very much, Vicky, for listening and for reaching out. And I'm glad that those shortcuts were very helpful for you. Yeah, um, I also want to give one to uh, Shannon Schroeder, who uh, who noticed she was at, it's the, I, I think it's the Illinois oh, I Ed saw Tech this. Conference. That was so nice. So IETC 2018, um, someone was doing uh, a session on podcasting and we were included right in the middle of that grid, like we're right there in the middle. Um, sandwiched in. Is it not uh, so surreal to you still? Oh, when, yeah, when, when my fate, when like our logo shows up beside Jennifer Gonzalez's face. Or the Google Teacher Tribe, it's like, what are we doing in there? I know, yeah, underneath like Chris Nessie and like Matt Miller. It's very strange. It's very, it's very surreal. We're, we're we're on the shoulders of giants. We're very grateful. Very grateful. So thanks, thanks for sharing that. Can I, can I give another shout out? Sure. Sylvia's book went on sale. Yes! Buy Sylvia's book. Buy Sylvia's book. (laughs) Sylvia Duckworth's book, How to Sketch Note. It is selling banana like, cakes, like hotcakes. This thing, it's like it's flying off the shelves. So yeah, way go to go, so. Sylvia! Congratulations! Yes, congratulations! It was so fun doing the sketch note fever, and I think people saw like the potential. Oh and yeah, it was it was genius Wild of her fire. to to share those ahead of time to to really build the momentum. That was awesome. All right, see you next time, see or next time. you know tomorrow. Yeah, that work. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at bit.ly forward slash shooksandgif. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-H-U-K-E-S and G-I-F-F. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. Or by tweeting at us using the hashtag shooksandgif sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca. This is season two, episode seven of the Shooks. Other way. This is Shooks and Gift, season two. You think I'd have it by now? Well, you know, we're only 20 episodes in.